<laughs> and what difference does it make? It's working. Don't change anything. <laughs> All right, I won't. Well, I can't now because I just started recording. Hey, yo. All right, hello, hi. Cheese it time. Yep, cheese it time. Uh, sorry about the drop in quality. I think this microphone is actually, like, going downhill fast. The more... I, I don't know what's happening to it, but... Um, R.I.P. to the microphone. Unfortunately, we're in person this weekend because I, I've, 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 yep, mm-hmm. Unfortunate. Unfortunate. You know what else is unfortunate? I, real, can, let me, let me do the Go intro so that we intro. have a better way to get Go ahead that. and do the intro. I'm Scoot, that's Poop, today's October 22nd, uh, Sunday, we're probably listening to this on Monday the 23rd, and we have someone, we have some bad news to start off with. <laughs> Yeah, some uh, actually some sad news. Um, the Alpine Alpina founder Burkhard Bovensiepen. I don't actually know if that's how you pronounce his name, but I think that is. Uh, died at 87. Um, uh, yeah, uh, if you Ooh. don't know who Alpina Alpina, I'm gonna mix those two up all day because we have two articles next to each other. That's so fun. Uh, Alpina is the company that modifies and. Uh, some might say improves the luxury standards, some might say improve the power, but overall just improves some stock BMWs and sells them as um, dramatically more expensive cars. But honestly, they're really nice. Um, the company is pretty cool. If you don't know who they are, I would highly recommend reading up on them. Um, their history is very interesting, but uh, it's a sad day for all Alpina fans as the, the, the man himself has passed. But uh, Alpina lives on. A long legacy of some beautifully tuned cars. Yes. Yes. Uh, I was going to make a joke, but then I couldn't remember the name of the opposing tuning company. Anyways, (laughs) so, now to kind of explain the confusion, we have a story about the Alpine F1 team. That's the confusion. So... Uh, Alpine F1 team, as we know, is kind of in a bit of a weird place where they're dumping a lot of people, and, you know, in theory, when you dump a lot of employees, you need to bring some new ones on if they weren't doing a good job. Well, they're bringing on some new investors, I'll tell you that, and it's a lot of sports people, such as uh, England footballer Trent Alexander-Arnold, heavyweight champion Anthony Joshua, four-time golf Grand Slam and Ryder Cup winner uh, Roy McElroy, uh, NFL, uh, I can't speak, uh, Kansas City Chiefs star Patrick Mahomes and Travis Kelsey, uh, and retired World Cup winning footballer Juan Mata quite uh, is, um, <laughs> it is, it is certainly a group of people, it that's, is, all, that's all I gotta say about that. So, that's those guys and then the three others so we're up to eight different celebrities or athletes that now own a stake in the alpine f1 team at least i think the others was like a whole group too that like a bunch of well ryan reynolds's people yeah his investor group well, it was ryan reynolds uh his like best friend and then michael b jordan well yeah but which i think, I think were, was a bit more separate but i think part of that investor group there were a bunch of other people just unnamed they just yeah. named like some of the so there's a lot of investors investing in that one specific team which is weird uh, i i don't think it's that weird i think what it is is Renault is actively dumping the team and they're that's, finding the best way to do it that's fair selling little pieces of it to a bunch of different celebrities <laughs> eking out every last dollar they can absolutely yeah you know who else is eking at about every last dollar? Stellantis North America, because they need to. Uh, yeah, so, 
If you haven't been keeping up with the UAW strike, uh, as far as it's been affecting Ford and uh, GM, it's been like, all right, because you know Ford had their biggest plant shut down, but also they were in a fairly decent financial stand- like point at that time. And GM has been selling cars like hotcakes. They have to slow down some of their production, but it hasn't affected them too badly. But Stellantis has not been selling cars well for the past few years to begin with. Even before and, they were Stellantis. Yes, even before they were Stellantis, you know, the old Chrysler. Uh, yeah, Chrysler, Chrysler, North America. <laughs> Whoopsies. Um, and now they're in even bigger hot water because the UAW strike has basically made it impossible for them to sell cars. So <laughs> they are currently looking to sell their headquarters. And they have pulled out of all of the upcoming trade shows, including SEMA, CES, and the LA Auto Show. Uh, and they're blaming it all on the UAW strike. But honestly, I think the blame really lies in their poor sales performance the past few years because yeah. if it wasn't for that, they would be able to weather this just fine. Yeah, which is exactly what um, General Motors and Ford are doing by proposing a new contract that is uh, been, uh, what, what, what's the words I'm looking for? Uh, going to it is It is going to a vote for the union. Yes. We'll see. So, General Motors and Ford are actively working together. Uh, Stellantis North America is Stellantis a sinking is ship that is cursing the name of the UAW as they go down. Yeah. One of the, it's a fun time. Yeah. <laughs> Speaking of cursing the name of the UAW, Toyota has a car that is not selling in America. So, uh, and this is where you can start to see how uh, quiet of a week this was this week. Uh, the new upcoming Toyota IMV0 will be announced at the end of this month, but... What a name, first oh, of hell, all. Oh, yeah. Uh, will be announced at the end of this month, but... There was a concept of it about a year and a half ago where they even said some lines such as it'll be in production uh, at, towards the end of 2023, which considering they're just now announcing it, a little behind schedule, but honestly not terrible. This is not yet the end of 2023, so... I mean... Also annoying Toyota, they usually put stuff in production fairly quick after they I announce know that's it, fair. so it is possible. Who knows? But anyways, yeah, so it's um, it's a small little truck that um, you can get with a traditional bed, or you can get it with a just an barrier chassis where you can have all sorts of stuff installed. You can make and it a Toy- box truck. No, Toyota is literally, like, in their concept, we're showing off, like, and I think I actually remember covering this a little bit way a long time ago. Uh, but it's like they had like a mini ambulance one. They had like a a food oh truck God, one. It was that one. <laughs> yeah, I just oh, remember, you remember this. it now. What? <laughs> yeah, it's this. It's the same car. Jesus um, Christ! But it's 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 coming and it's coming to Southeast Asia, South Africa, and Australia. Quite the random assortment of markets there. Well, it's <laughs> it's kind of the. It's what in the car world we like to call as the other market. It's what we call the southern hemisphere. Is yeah, it's, it it's, is. it's you got you got the you got the <laughs> North American market, you got the Chinese market, you got the European market. Some people even ball in the South American market. Yes. They even have some pretty unique models there. Uh, Australia was its own thing for a while. This, that's yeah, kind of ended. GM kind of said, and Ha-ha. then Southeast Asia. In, well, India is definitely its own thing now, but it used to be part of it. Anyway. So Southeast Asia and South Africa are the kind of other... This is just a weird truck. I don't really... Yeah, and it's pretty small, too. I don't know if I mentioned that it's yet. It's really small. Yeah, it's... it's. 
I think around the size of like a, a Ford Maverick. Actually, Maybe I think a little smaller, thinner. Yeah, yeah. I, I think it's about the same length, but it's a bit thinner. Anyway, moving on. So uh, I know we talked a little while ago about how uh, Dodge is getting rid of the Hellcat engine. Yes. Yeah, you guys remember that? You remember that Hellcat V8 that made no. 717 horsepower? Not at all. Very distinct engine. Well, <clears throat> Dodge, a while ago, they did inform us that they were going to replace it with a twin turbo straight six, and they told us at the time that the, the, the top tier of that was going to be making 500 horsepower. Now, they're saying there's going to be an even higher tier of that engine. Making 520 horsepower. Now, Dodge, this is, this is just the, you know, I'm helping you guys out here. 520 horsepower is 197 less than 717. In case I know you that's, guys didn't know. That's pretty hard math for you guys out there, but it is. So, when you're releasing new performance cars and you're reducing your power, I don't really think the numbers add up here. Uh, what the hell are you guys doing? <laughs> this is fucking embarrassing. <laughs> Come on. Speaking of embarrassing, you want to hear a story about concept cars that will be announced at an upcoming <laughs> Jesus Christ motor show. Oh, we're really digging. Absolutely. This was this this was an unfortunate. Good job, Max, of winning the, <laughs> the U.S. Grand Prix. Congratulations. Uh, so coming to the Tokyo Auto Show, and all, as it, this is all alleged but basically confirmed, uh, is the Toyota EPU, which is slightly smaller than Tacoma. It comes with a yoke steering wheel and a big electric everything. It's all electric, blah, blah, blah. But this could very well be Toyota's entry into the electric truck market, which is important if it actually happens. But again, we're talking about a allegedly concept that will be revealed later this month so this is still like eight years out from production i would imagine or at least one and a half probably about the same timeline as the imv zero is a vehicle yes uh but yeah yoke steering wheel that was kind of the biggest takeaway from or that of the alleged maybe possibly and the other one is an electric land cruiser uh, the called the Land Cruiser SE or LCSE, not to be confused with the Lexus LC, uh, that might be going away soon. Uh, or the is naming go cannot get any more confusing. It's impossible. Toyota has just fallen off the deep end in terms of their <laughs> naming schemes. It's like what is going what, on? What what what? Oh, I always forget what it is. The BZ4X. <laughs> the BZ4X. Beyond zero four wheel drive. Oh, I did get it. I was I wasn't sure if I got it. You did. You did in fact. All right, but anyway, so what's well, it's an acronym thing now apparently. I don't get it. But so first electric Land Cruiser allegedly. Uh, it's going to be three row. Uh, it's going to be pretty long, 202 inches long to be precise. Uh, it's also got a 120 inch wheelbase uh, with a about eight inches longer. We just have dimensions. I, I'll just. <laughs> I, I'm not gonna lie to you. That's all I could find. I honestly don't know a single person who sees dimensions of a car and knows what the hell anyone's talking about. No, not <laughs> at least not the number wise. Obviously, if you're like, hey, it's it's smaller than like yeah. this vehicle in their lineup, but bigger than this one, then it's like okay. But just the pure just 
Like, I don't know how long 202 inches is. Yeah, it could be. Or a 112. <laughs> I, I mean, on a, it's a 120 to 2. That seems like a big difference from what wheelbase you, to total length. No, that's that's pretty. You think that's pretty typical of like an okay. SUV? That would be the only thing I could maybe because they've from got that. the really long hood, you know. Yeah. They like really long hoods with SUVs. And as per usual, there's renders out. It may or may not look like that. The renders look kind of cursed, I'm not going to lie. I mean, yeah. <laughs> I Literally, the only thing we know is the dimensions of one car and that the other car will have a yoke. <laughs> <laughs> Toyota's really giving us a lot of info out here. About these two cars that are concepts to be revealed later this month at the Tokyo Auto Show. Yeah, we're going to see a lot of stuff at the Tokyo Auto Show. Yeah, no, this, what literally this episode is literally just, hey, the coming weeks are going to be go hard. There was even more stuff we could have talked about that was coming out in the Tokyo Auto Show. It's just, nobody cares. I I only <laughs> talked about this stuff because I saw it like a bunch yeah. on Instagram and also on, okay, I'm going to wrap this up now. We got anything? No. Okay.